Once upon a time. 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 Why, hello there, folks. Welcome to Dad's Read Princess Stories Special Halloween episode. Today we bring to you the Baba Yaga. In Slavic folklore, the Baba Yaga is a supernatural being or a trio of sisters of the same name who appears as a deformed or ferocious looking old woman. Ooh, how spooky! An old lady! Well, in Russia, apparently that's super scary. Because in Russian culture, the Baba Yaga lived in a hut usually described as standing on chicken legs. Ooh, spooky chicken legs! Apparently people were really scared of chicken legs back in the day. And has associations with forest wildlife. Mmm, even spookier. Forest wildlife. Is that a moose? No, it wasn't. The Baba Yaga commonly appears as either a donor, villain, or may be altogether ambiguous. Her depictions vary greatly across tales, ranging from a child-eating monster, okay, that's actually kind of scary, to helping a protagonist find his missing bride. Yeah, that's not scary at all. I mean, the child-eating part, Toad scary. This version of the Baba Yaga tale was written by William Ralston, who was a British folklorist and writer who became famous as a translator. He was in Russia a number of times where he made friends with major Russian writers of those times. This classical Russian fairy tale that was collected and translated by William Ralston tells the story of a girl whose new stepmother wants to get rid of her and sends her to the Baba Yaga. For that purpose. But before doing that, the girl visits her aunt, who gives her advice on how to avoid death. That's a good aunt. I'm not going to lie. None of my aunts ever did that. Reading the Baba Yaga is Alistair Knowles. Alistair is a director, performer, writer, costume designer, instructor, based in spooky Winnipeg, Canada. I've been to Winnipeg. It's not that bad. Alistair is dedicated to the creation of presentation of performance that emphasizes impulse, introspection, and performance honesty to ultimately strengthen the connections between performer, audience, and community. That's actually pretty cool. Alistair is best known for his fringe shows, Inc., 
James and Jamesy, and Bushel and Peck. When not working, he spends his time playing and enjoying life with his partner and their two wonderful children. I don't know why that's spooky. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. We'll leave the links in the description of the show. You can also find out more about Alistair and his shows at jamesandjamesy.com. Not sure why, but apparently their website is haunted. Lower the lights and get ready for the Baba Yaga. Once upon a time, there was an old couple. The husband lost his wife and married again. But he had a daughter by the first marriage, a young girl, and she found no favor in the eyes of her evil stepmother, who used to beat her. And consider how she could get her killed outright. One day, the father went away somewhere or the other. So the stepmother said to the girl, Go to your aunt my sister, and ask her for a needle and thread to make you a shift. I'm not quite sure what a shift is, but make you a shift. Now, that aunt was a Baba Yaga. Well, the girl was no fool, so she went to a real aunt of hers first and says, Good morning, auntie. Good morning, my dear. What have you come for? Mother sent me to her sister to ask for a needle and thread to make me a shift. And her aunt instructed her what to do. There is a birch tree there, niece, which would hit you in the eye. You must tie a ribbon around it. There are doors which would creak and bang. You must pour oil on their hinges. There are dogs which would tear you to pieces. You must throw them these rolls. There is a cat which would scratch your eye out. You must give it a piece of bacon. So the girl went away and walked and walked till she came by the place. There stood a hut, and in it sat weaving the Baba Yaga, the bony shanks. Good morning, auntie, says the girl. Good morning, my dear, replies the Baba Yaga. Mother has sent me to ask you for a needle and thread to make me a shift. Very well, sit down and weave in a little in the meantime. So the girl sat down behind the loom. And the Baba Yaga went outside and said to her servant maid, Go and heat the bath. Get my niece washed and mind you look sharp after her. I want breakfast off her. Well, the girl sat there in such a fright that she was as much dead as alive. Presently she spoke imploringly to the servant maid, saying, Kinswoman, do please wet the firewood instead of making it burn, and fetch the water for the bath in a sieve. And she made her a present of a handkerchief. The Baba Yaga waited a while, and she came to the window and asked, Are you weaving, niece? Are you weaving, my dear? Oh, yes, dear aunt, I'm weaving. So the Baba Yaga went away, and the girl gave the cat a piece of bacon. Is there no way of escaping from here? Here's a comb for you, and a towel, said the cat. Take them and be off. The Baba Yaga will pursue you, but you must lay your ear on the ground, and when you hear that she is close at hand, 
First of all, throw down the towel. It will become a wide, wide river. And if the Baba Yaga gets across the river and tries to catch you, then you must lay your ear on the ground again. And when you hear that she is close at hand, throw down the comb. It will become a dense, dense forest. Through that, she won't be able to force her way anyhow. The girl took the towel and the comb and fled. The dogs would have rent her, but she threw them the rolls and they let her go by. The doors would have begun to bang, but she poured oil on their hinges and they let her pass through. The birch tree would have poked her eyes out, but she tied the ribbon around it and it let her pass on. And the cat sat down to the loom, working away, muddled everything about, if it didn't do much weaving. Up came the Baba Yaga to the window and asked, Are you weaving, niece? Are you weaving, my dear? I'm weaving, dear aunt, I'm weaving, gruffly replied the cat. The Baba Yaga rushed into the hut, saw that the girl was gone, and took to beating the cat and abusing it for not having scratched the girl's eyes out. Look! As long as I've served you, said the cat, you've never given me so much as a bone. But she, she gave me bacon. Then the Baba Yaga pounced upon the dogs, on the doors, on the birch tree, and on the servant maid, and set to work abusing them all, and to knock them about. Then the dogs entered, long as we've served you, you've never so much as pitched us a burnt crust. But she gave us rolls to eat. And the doors said, Long as we've served you, you've never poured even a drop of water on our hinges, but she poured oil on us all. The birch tree said, Long as I've served you, you've never tied a single thread around me, but she fastened a ribbon around me. And the servant maid said, Look, as long as I've served you, you've never given me so much as a rag, but she gave me a handkerchief. The Baba Yaga, bony of limb, quickly jumped into her mortar, sent it flying along with a pestle, sweeping away while all the traces of its flight with a broom, and set off in pursuit of the girl. Then the girl put her ear to the ground, and when she heard that the Baba Yaga was chasing her, and was now close at hand, she flung down the towel, and it became a wide, such a wide river. Up the Baba, came the Baba Yaga to the river, and gnashed her teeth with spite. And she went home for her oxen and drove them to the river. The oxen drank up every drop of the river. And then the Baba Yaga began pursuit anew. But the girl put her ear to the ground again, and when she heard that the Baba Yaga was near, she flung down the comb. And instantly, a forest sprang up. Such an awfully thick one. The Baba Yaga began gnawing away at it. But however hard she worked, she couldn't gnaw her way through it, so she had to go back again. But by this time, the girl's father had returned home, and he asked, Where's my daughter? She's gone to her aunt's, replied the stepmother. Soon afterwards, the girl herself came running home. Where have you been? asked her father. Ah, father, she said. Mother sent me to aunt's house to ask for a needle and thread to make me a shift. But aunt's a Baba Yaga, and she wanted to eat me. And how did you get away, daughter? Why, like this, said the girl, and explained the whole matter. As soon as her father heard all about it, he became wroth with his wife and shot her. Holy fuck. Uh, and shot her. Oh, well. Uh, but he and his daughter lived on and flourished, and everything went well with them.
<laughs> so the moral of the story, of course, is be careful who you get your advice from. Yeah, trust is another thing. So the moral of the story is also trust. Who do you trust? Gosh, that's tricky. That if someone's trying to hurt you, or if someone is hurting you, it's important to tell people. Tell people that you trust so that they can help keep you safe. Well, determine an outcome. I'm not sure if getting shot is the right outcome for pretty much anything, but uh, in this case, that's, that's what happened. Yeah, death penalty is... Uh, that's pretty pretty extreme but you know if, if you trust people like your parents like I guess in this case it's your dad uh, you know I'll try to try to do the best to give you good advice look after you well good night <laughs>click the subscribe button and get those spooky emails until then remember wear your mask and social distance and vote that's voting's not spooky voting's a right and uh we should exercise that so if there's a thing going on that involves voting right now Go do it. Get that vote on. And until then, stay safe.